Welcome to Cornerstones Cares, a podcast production of Cornerstones of Care. I'm Carol Grimaldi, Manager of Community Engagement and Advocacy for Cornerstones of Care. Youth in foster care have dreams and aspirations that require an education past high school in order to be successful. But lack of financial resources, emotional support, or social opportunities are common barriers to even starting college, much less finishing. Nationally, fewer than 10% of foster youth attempt college, and less than 3% of them graduate. Our Cornerstones of Care's Youth Educational Success, or YES, program works with youth to address these barriers to increase the number of foster youth attending and graduating from a higher education program. And I want to introduce to you now one of our success stories. Doreen Wallace is 20 years old and has been in the YES program since she was 16. Welcome, Doreen. Hello, welcome. Doreen, tell us about yourself. How long have you been in foster care and what are you doing now? Okay, so I've been in foster care since I was about nine years old. Um, So I grew up in the system and now I am a graduating senior at Missouri Western. In St. Joseph? Yes. Okay, so what are you studying? I am studying criminal justice and legal studies. And so can you describe your foster care experience? Yeah. Um, So when I was brought into care, um, I was split from my older three brothers um, and I had the opportunity to go to a kinship placement. um, And then my godparents, which I stayed with, they ended up becoming licensed foster parents. So from there, um, after a few years living with them and stuff like that, I moved to another foster home and I lived in an all girls house, which was a very different experience for me because I'm used to having brothers or cousins, you know, just Mm -hmm. some type of male atmosphere. Um, And so after a few years at my next home with the all girls, I moved in with another kinship provider, my older sister. And from there, that's when I started getting involved and, you know, really branching out and doing things in school and getting involved with the state youth advisory board and stuff like that. So uh, where did you finish up your high school? Right Town Senior High, home oh. of the Blue Jays. Okay. And uh, so how did uh, the foster care experience affect or influence you? Ooh, so growing up in the foster care system, I always felt different because I always had to do a lot more than non-foster care students had to do, especially when it came to going to events and going to someone's house and the normalcy was a big difference for me. And so it took me a while to get acclimated. But once I got comfortable and once I had a really good connection with my social workers and my case managers, it started to become a little bit better. And it helped me understand that my voice could be used on a platform that I could help other students with. There are rules you have to follow being a foster child as opposed to anybody who is living with their mom and dad. Aren't there that there, there things that they do to protect your privacy but right. really limit you? Mm-hmm. So, and some of those rules, kind of like I said, the Normalcy Act, we have to make sure we have signatures going over to someone's house if they're not involved in, you know, the foster care system, background checks for everything and everybody. And it it takes a, a toll on you sometimes, but they're there to protect us. So I get it. So when did the YES program become a part of your life? So the YES program became a part of my life after I had already rolled in college um, and after I was already at Missouri Western. 
And I got in contact with Brandy Bamberger. Mm -hmm. And I seen the application for the YES program through a, a social worker that emailed it to me. And I was like, okay, yeah, this seems great. I'll try it. So from then, I got contacted with Brandy. And she helped me through the process and the application and then the interview. And since then, it's it's been nothing but amazing. How does it help you? The YES program does a lot for me. Um, educationally, they are there to help find tutors. They are there to make sure that I have my books and make sure that my grades are good. And emotionally, they really are a support system. Um, just the other kiddos, I shouldn't call them kiddos, but the other youth in the program, they're really a support system and they help motivate you to keep going. So what's college been like for you? Ooh, college has been busy, 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 but it's so fun. Um, I grew up at Missouri Western, if you will, and it's nice to see the involvement and what those experiences and opportunities has allowed me to do. So you're going to graduate in a few months. Yes. And what are your plans? Well, my plans now are to work as a paralegal in the Kansas City area and then go to law school. All right. And why law school? Why law school? Um, I've always, since a little girl, loved the law. I've mimicked like um, Condoleezza Rice when she used to be on TV and really just kind of getting into that aspect and using that platform. I did debate and I was really interested in policies and legislation and arguing for people that didn't have a voice. So I think law school is that first step. All right. So when you get your degree, what do you think you're going to do after that? Ooh, when I get my, my law degree? Yep. Um, hopefully become an attorney somewhere in the Kansas City area or outside of Missouri. All right. But you you really have a passion for being an advocate. Yes. That's wonderful. If you have any advice to young people, especially youth like you who face the reality of aging out of foster care, what would that be? Do not give up on yourself. Um, when you feel like quitting, remember why you started. I remember lots of times where I was just like, you know, this isn't worth it anymore. I just want to be released from care and it's not, you know, it's not helping me. But then I understood that it's a silver lining in every situation. You can be great. Hard work and dedication and perseverance will get you to where you want to be. Um, it's okay to feel different because you are in a bright way and let that difference be what helps you get to the next level of success. All right. And you don't do this alone, do you? I mean, you've got help, you've got support, you've got people yeah. who care about you. Definitely. That is great. Doreen, I want to thank you for sharing your experiences with us. And I hope you can check back with us once in a while when you're in law school. In fact, once you're back in Kansas City more frequently, maybe you want to take this chair over and talk to some of the yeah. kids in the YES program or Pathways or things like that for some more podcasts. That yeah, would... that'd be great. All right. So students in the YES program of Cornerstones of Care have access to weekly tutoring, monitoring of their academic performance, monthly success group meetings a network of life coaches, guidance with career exploration, and assistance navigating higher educational programs. We are always looking for responsible adults to help youth in the program as life coaches or tutors and to help with transportation. 
For more information about YES and to refer a young person to a program, visit our website, cornerstonesofcare.org, and click on Youth Support under Our Services on the homepage. We have been speaking with Doreen Wallace, a student in Cornerstones of Care's YES program, who is on to great things in her life. You've been listening to Cornerstones Cares. I'm Carol Grimaldi.